Welcome to Vineyard 61's weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by this week's speaker. For previous messages, go to our website, vineyard61.org, or subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud. Hi, everyone. How are you? Good? Really good to see you. Really good to see new faces, too. So if it's your first time, you're very welcome, and I hope you're having a great time. And I hope you will enjoy what I will be sharing. Um, <clears throat> so um, so the last month has been, been quite special. Um, some of you know that uh, a month ago, um, on a Tuesday morning, I heard that my closest friend from Chile died unexpectedly. Uh, that was a, a big shock for me. I'm from Argentina, by the way, but I used to live in Chile before I came to London. And, and my closest friend there died, unfortunately. And um, that was a quick shock. I didn't expect it. We, there's, there's some sometimes that things happen in our life and we don't expect it. I, di- I didn't see this coming. And um, of course that I was like not in a good place, but thank to God, uh, God provided and I could, uh, the funeral was on Wednesday, I knew this on Tuesday morning, so I have the opportunity to quickly go, Holly supported me, Bib and Steve, they were amazing, they say, yeah, just take the time that you need, I feel loved and supported, and thankfully I could say goodbye to my friend, and I could be also with his family and his brother, and um, and it was a really uh, a really beautiful time, painful of course, but beautiful. And um, uh, but uh, but I'm sharing ab- about this because Bev um, um, and Steve in the last two weeks they've been sharing about Isaiah 61, uh, this amazing prophet and this amazing chapter, which is part of the name of our amazing church. And um, and um, they've been sharing about how God can bring beauty from the ashes, right? And I, I can testify that. So when I was hearing their preaching, it was like God talking to me and how uh, this very painful moment of my life, but how God put beauty around that. And uh, and and being there, it was it was like very peaceful for me to say goodbye to my friends, to be with a close family, as I said. But also, I have the opportunity to see my mom, that for two years I couldn't see her. Uh, she was in Peru visiting my brother, who lives in Peru. So from Chile, then I stay one week with my mom. And also, in Peru, I have time to reflect uh, about what I have here. And also, it was a time to to really appreciate what God has been doing in my life in London, and to find London like my home. And, and appreciate it more, and, and this uh, beautiful church that we have in Ballon and Battersea, and what God is doing in, in the sites, the, the, the things that we've been doing on the streets, uh, and appreciate all the teams here, all of you guys who've been very supportive in these six months since we started this side. So uh, I can start to see that beauty that, that Bib and Steve were, were talking about. And not only that, and God, God knows, God knows everything. And when I came back here also, I have Holly that she's been amazing 
immensely amazing with me and replacing me uh, since I wasn't uh, here. And, and, but also I have the opportunity that my sister Mariana and, and, and my niece that I haven't seen them in two years, they came to visit us and they're here with us today. And, and, and that was a blessing because she's my older sister and she's like my mother. I think uh, I, I think it's like it's like a second mother, and I think in the future we'll be sharing about that. So it's very special to have them today, and how with this sensitive time, I'm not I'm seeing the love of God around all all people from church that were praying, all the messages, all the support, and and also have my family here is is very special. And so honestly, I could see I could see that, that beauty that 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 Stephen B. was sharing about, and today. Um, um, what I will be sharing is uh, something that uh, when, when Stephen B. was sharing, they were talking about God trying to rescue us. And of course, he's all the time trying to rescue us, right? He's all the time worried about us. He loves us so much. And through the love of Jesus, he tried to rescue us. But there's sometimes that we don't want to be rescued. And, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. So if we can put the, the, the first slides. And this is the title of the of the preaching, and it's, um, <coughs> yeah, and it says dying to, and I leave a gap there, because I hope some of you, or maybe all of you, will be, will be willing to, to, to add what you need to die to. Um, when, 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 when we talk about what, what we need to die to is more when what I'm referring is what we need to die to be closer to God. And that's what I will be sharing. I will ask um, Pippa if, if you can come. And she's going to read, we're going to read Matthew uh, 19. It says to 24, but it's to 26. Ni uh, um, chapter 19, 16 to 26. Thanks. Yeah, so we're starting at verse uh, 16, the rich and the kingdom of God. Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? He inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. All of these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Thank you, people. Great. So just in case, I'm not talking about a eternal life today. 
and I'm not talking about you giving everything at the end of the service that you will run and sell everything and give everything. But, uh, but I would like to talk, as I said, about what we need to die um, to, to be closer with God. And we have this story, and I thought that, 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 that it was the right story to share, so just to, just to picture what, what, what I want to share today. Um, so we have, we have this rich young man, and when the Bible says rich, uh, I think the first impression, if we read, we, we think in a rich man. We think in Richard Branson, the owner of Virgin. We think in, I don't know, Bill Gates. We think in Benson, the owner of Amazon. We think in rich people. But I will say that uh, this is not the case. Uh, if we see it from a UK perspective, uh, if I ask you, which is your status? Are you rich? And you will say, no, I'm not rich. And I think you might say, I'm a mid-class, I'm working class, or I'm upper class, but I'm not rich. That's what I, what I think that we might be answering to that question. But if we see it from a worldwide view, I will say that you and me, all the people that are here, I can, I can mostly assure that we're rich, that we're privileged people. If you see everything, how, what is happening in the world and everything. So uh, let's not put this guy like a rich man, like he's, like, like he's one of these um, uh, owner of these big companies. It could be one of us. And what is happening here? So Jesus, as always, is walking with his disciples, walking around, and people all the time approaching to him to ask for prayer, uh, to criticize him, to question him. And also uh, asking, asking to, 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 to know God and, and many things that happen. And, and this rich man, he looks like he has a nice heart. If you read the version in Marks, Jesus says that he, he loved him. And this is the part that, that I was saying that God all the time is trying to rescue us. And of course, Jesus knew everything about this man. And this man comes to Jesus and says, uh, come this, uh, I don't know if you feel familiar with the checklist, you know, come with a checklist, you know, okay, hi, Jesus, I'm here, uh, okay, I, I, I think I have everything to get my ticket to heaven, I think I have everything to have my ticket to heaven, but I want to be sure, I want to be sure, what do you think that I'm, that, that I lack, what is the thing that I'm not doing, and of course, Jesus knew exactly uh, what he, did. and, and he, he, he first says, okay, um, um, are you, are you following the commandments? And he said, yes, all of them, checklist. And he says, um, okay, sell your belongings, give it to the poor, and follow me. And I'm saying, if you're looking for perfection as he was looking, Jesus was, ex was being exactly answering what, what he needed, right? If you're looking for perfection, what better than to walk with Jesus, especially if you have it live right there, right? And... And um, this man, when he hears that, he changes his face, as he says, and he feels disappointed. Why he feels disappointed? Because that was the one thing that he was not willing to give, right? In our relationship with God, sometimes we give to God some things easily, but there are some things that we're not willing to give. If you see the disciples that were with Jesus, uh, if you follow them, they, they are the best example of leave everything and follow me. 
because they leave families, they leave, they they left their jobs, they left everything they were doing, and they decided to follow to follow Jesus. And what happened with that is that they decide to die. When Jesus died in the cross, they decide to die with Jesus. They were following Jesus. They weren't perfect. And, and that's not the case. We, we can see Peter denying him before the cross. But they weren't perfect. But they, they were following Jesus. They were decided to follow Jesus. With their imperfections, they were decided to die to everything and follow Jesus. And what was the result of that? If we can put next slides. Sunday, thank you. This is a beautiful painting that I, that I found. As, as we know, Jesus goes to the cross. Then it comes the resurrection. Jesus appears to the to the to the disciples and says, "Hey, now what you have what you have to share is about about my love and everything, and just go to all the corners of the earth, and and just believe that I'm with you." And they, because they died, because sorry, because uh, um, because they yeah, because they died to everything, they 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 knew. They, they knew that, that, that what they died for, it made sense in their lives. And, and this is a, a beautiful image. This is related to what happens in Acts uh, when the Holy Spirit comes. And this is uh, uh, similar of the coming of the Holy Spirit. And if you see people from different denominations there, it's, it's like the word of promise. Like these 12 disciples will, will preach uh, in all the corners of the earth. And... And that is something that has been achieved. If not, I won't be here. You won't be here in this church. Because of these 12 men, they decided to die. So God can give them a big mission to them, which is to start the very first church, the very first Christian church. And, um, and, 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 uh, and taking the example of, of, the, of, the, of the disciples is a great example that God can do when you really die and you really believe in what he has for your life. Thank you, Sandy. Um, so, one of the things that I choose the story of the rich, it was because I feel a bit reflecting in part of my past. When I was in my mid-twenties, just a, a few years ago, Quite rude, the audience. <laughs> okay, I will say the truth. Many years ago, are you happy now? Many years ago, um, so I, I was a film producer. I'm still a film producer. But I was a full-time film producer. Things were going really well, and I remember that I have my routine during the week, and this was my routine. From Monday to Friday, working hard, hard to achieve things, to buy things for myself. Everything was focused very on me. And, and, and I remember that the weekends, they were for my friends. And I remember that the weekends, they, they have to be super fun. I, I need to prepare like a super fun weekends with activities, partying, everything included. I was already a Christian, but, and I said, oh yeah, but I need to save some time for God. So that's what I had in my agenda the Sunday evenings. So I have my week working, I have my weekend with my friends, partying and having fun, and of course I need to give thanks to God and I have, uh, and I have in my routine the, the Sunday evenings. So a, a regular routine of my life was a kind of like partying on Saturday, and on Sunday, that was kind of, that was kind of the routine. And, and it was a very comfortable routine and it worked. 
and I was happy with it. And I was happy with it because I think I was feeling like this rich man. I was with my checklist. Am I doing this? I'm giving my tithe. I'm giving my offering. I'm worshiping God. I'm being good with my friends. In the week, I'm working hard. I'm trying to help someone if, if he needs help. All my checklist was great. But as you and me know, this is not about a checklist. This is about relationship. And a relationship, if you want to, be, to have a close relationship with someone, you need to spend time with that person, right? If I ask you quickly, who are your closest people in your life? And I ask, how much time do you spend with them? You will understand easily, easily, what is a close relationship. If I ask you, oh, do you have a friend that you see from time to time? Yeah, I have this friend from uni or from, uh, yeah, time to time we talk and we meet. You know. I feel that my relationship with God at that point was something like that, like a friend, like a friend that I have, but it was not close. But I knew that God wanted to rescue me. I knew that God had plans for me. I, I well, I didn't, knew, I didn't knew very well, but it was like a kind of a game between knowing, but I don't want to give this, you know? I, I was like, I know, but I'm not ready. And I remember even saying to God, like, God, please accept me. I'm in this stage of relationship. I cannot give you my weekends, or I cannot give you uh, this or that. This is what I can give you. Hope you're okay. And it's, that's the kind of that's the kind of thing what we do when we want to tell God how it's going to be our relationship with Him, which is different than waiting God, who will who knows much more about your life and will tell you how your relationship will be with Him and everything that He has for you. Um, this this uh, uh, a quote from Tozer. A.W. Tozer, I really recommend him. I really recommend him. He says, the reason why many are still troubled, still seeking, still making little forward progress is because they haven't yet come to the end of themselves. We're still trying to give orders and interfering with God's work within us. And that's exactly what I was doing. That's exactly what I was doing. I was leading the relationship with God. I was deciding when I wanted God in my life. I was deciding which part I wanted God to enter. And I was not willing to die to the things that were an obstacle between me and God. So going to the title again, we, I think we all we all know that there is something in us that could be still interfering in a relationship with God, to put a relationship with God in another level. God is ready there. God is ready to rescue us. But sometimes it's us that we don't want to be rescued. So this is, uh, this is what I, I, want, I wanted you to reflect today about how is your relationship, how do you feel about your religion? Do you feel like, like this uh, uh, young guy on the 20, 25 that, that re reserves God only for Sundays, 
maybe even if you can go to a small group or do something, but you know that there are parts in of of you that you don't want to give to God, that you don't want to die to. And I remember that I was afraid. This was silly, but I was really afraid. I was saying, if 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 I give God my super super fun weekends, and I give some of my relationships, uh, I I remember having so much fun and said I will have boring weekends. It looks ridiculous, and 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 maybe you hear that from me, and he says, well, that for me is. A, but there is something in you. It could be different. It it could be anything. But, but for you, it's not ridiculous. It's something that you struggle with to give it to God. And, and the funny thing is that then I met with, with this pastor because God is all the time looking for an excuse to rescue me. So we'll, he will put people all the time. And there was this pastor who asked me to help him to start producing some things. And I have the opportunity to meet with him often and go for a coffee. And the pastor was starting to challenge me. And, and there was the point that saying, Elias... Uh, you know, you, you know that you have gift. You know that God is looking for you. It's just a decision. It's seen from outside. I'm seeing you. It's so easy to, 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 to quit this, to die to that. I know that for you it's not, but it's just a decision. It's just a decision. And the enemy, the number one enemy, as I was saying, that, the number one enemy that we all have is dying to self. And my life was mainly about myself. And we all born like that, right? We said, okay, I want to eat this today. I want to see a movie. I want, I want, I want to receive. I want, I want, I want, I want. And that's the enemy number one of us. Because the Bible says something totally different. The second commitment that Jesus said, first, the first one, to love your God with all your heart. And the second one is to love yourself as others. He's not saying don't love yourself. He said love yourself, but in the same way that you love yourself, you need to love others. And that's the challenging uh, part of our relationships. Sometimes we get so stuck in our life, and, and we forget this second clear commitment that Jesus uh, shared with us. So... Maybe you've been praying. Maybe you've been praying saying, God, I feel that my relationship is stuck. I feel like I don't feel the answer. I feel the Holy Spirit lives in me, but I, I don't feel that it's uh, appearing or I cannot understand what is happening. Well, I will say, well, stop, pray, and reflect. Is there something that you need to die? Is there something in your life that you know that you couldn't uh, give to God yet? I will say always that the Holy Spirit lead your feelings, not the other way around. Your feelings doesn't lead your Holy Spirit. That doesn't have to. So if your feelings are leading your Holy Spirit, it won't work. It's the Holy Spirit who leads the feelings. So there was, there was this moment that I died. I remember that I, I remember exactly the day I was in the bar. I was with my beer. I was doing the routines of going through bars with friends. And something happened. I remember that I was praying. And I know that dying to things is not like a Hollywood movie. I die to this, next one I'm running in a, in a grass garden. And everything is amazing. And I'm connecting with God. And the sky is open and I see the shine. So, 
No, it is a process, yes. What God only uh, needs is our decision to die to that. It could be to jealousy. It could be to something uh, of your routine that, that you know that God is not happy to that, and you've been thinking about that. It could be, it could be because uh, 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 you're, you're struggling with a relationship. It could be with a friend. It's because you have some enemies, and you know that it, it could be anything. It could be something that you're struggling with your, with your work. It could be anything. But are you willing to die? Are you willing to die? If you want to move forward in your relationship with God, are you willing to die to those? And I will ask the people of the worship. Thank you. So now um, we're going to worship. And if you want to stay seated, if you want to stand up, it's fine. Uh, but what I will say is don't get distracted with what you have to do at lunchtime, or how, how is the match between England and Georgia, I think. Uh, just focus on, if you can focus and, and, and think about, is there something that I need to die to? And there will be time for praying. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another life-giving message from one of our Vineyard 61 speakers.